It's lunchtime, which means it's crunch time on SEN. Inside the Rooster 10 kilometres, over. Mitchell's ball is something special to Alex Johnston. Oh, how do you stop that? Brandon Smith with room to run. He explodes through the hole. The South defenders were looking at one another and Brandon Smith gets the Roosters on the board. Keery with a kick. Two posts there. They've got their second. And Jackson Paulo is over. The Roosters have scored three on the bounce and hit the front. Look, can Latrell crack this open? He feeds a pass to Johnston, who's down the wing. Back on the inside. Oh, that is an unbelievable bit of play. And Latrell goes to dummy half. It was a game effort, but the ball is going to roll dead. And the Roosters oh, yeah. are going to Oh, yes. Crunch time brought to you by Before You Dig. Don't dig blind. Search Before You Dig online every time. Call to get involved with the show. You make the show. Remember, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, 1170 or on the text line 0457 736 736. Let it ride coming up. If you're confident, we'll reveal the races in which you need to nail it. Uh, Michelle Bishop out here, by the way. Torn between the red or the yellow. Uh, I like oh, the yellow, Michelle. the races, is she? I- Michelle, oh. come in, come in. Yellow. Come in. Red or the yellow? yellow. It's, I tell you what, it's a real. Red or yellow, guys, it's not your goal. Yellow. China Racing Club. That's their colours, the red and the yellow. There you go. Michelle, jump yellow. on the mic. Good morning. Good afternoon. What a great afternoon. voice, Michelle Bishop. How you going, Bishop? So you're going to the track? Going to the track. Yeah. So why torn between the red and the yellow? Um, I think you picked the right one. I've definitely got the touch of gold. Yeah. I've got that down pat, but yeah. Um, I was just going to ask, going to yellow. try them on and, yellow. okay, we're going yellow. yellow. Yeah. Gonna what are we yellow. thinking? Look, uh, Golden Slipper, uh, to be honest with you, about four weeks ago, I put $10 um, on cylinder before. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, But spending some week with Annabelle Neesham during the week and watching Learning to Fly, that is a class horse. Been able to lead. It's been able to come from behind. What about Annabelle Neesham? I don't know her. What's she like? She's just so down to earth. She loves her racing. If she was a coach, an NRL coach, (laughs) who who does she remind you of, her personality? Do you know what? This is going to probably make people think, oh, but old school, um, quality, yeah. uh, Madge Maguire. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Tough but fair. Tough but fair. Old yeah. school um, gets the job done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like there you that. Go. I like there that. There you go. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to ask you, Michelle? Artorius, uh, oh, Artorius, uh, the George Ryder. I'm on Animo. Everyone's talking yeah. about Animo. Just to change it up a bit, I'm just I think Artorius might be wearing those colours. I better check go. that. The uh, the red and the yellow. I'll check that. Well, I well, have putting got, me on the spot. What are you asking I've me? I've got no. I'm telling you something. Are you telling I've me got something? A, I've got a non-tip for you. Right. So here I am. This is in 2014. I'm at the Crown in Melbourne. Hmm. And I'm going up the elevator or the escalator. And I run into a bloke called Lukey Murrell, who's nobody had heard of him. Little bloke from Newcastle, right? And I said, hey, Lukey, how you going? He said, "Uh, mate, yeah, yeah. I said, you got a horse in the Melbourne Cup? Yeah, yeah. I said, how's it going to go? And I knew the answer because three weeks before he said, can you do a phantom call for the owners? And for my horse to win the Melbourne Cup by three lengths. Wow. And I said, three lengths? You're an idiot. My hairs are standing up remembering this. It comes out. Nobody had heard of him. It wins the Melbourne Cup by three lengths. And here he is on Melbourne Cup Day leading protectionists back through the masses. Wow. So there you go. I've been what to the no, I've been to the call of the card, which is a great day. If you've never been awesome to the Melbourne day. Cup, go you've been there, Michelle? Been there, absolutely. Great day, isn't it? On the it's on fantastic. the Monday at Crown. So you wouldn't believe it. 
this year, I'm going up the escalators to the same event. I've only been to the call of the card twice. twice. And I run into Jamie Lovett, who's Luke's partner. Mm. And I ran onto the escalators to Luke in 2014. I said, mate, ran into Luke in 2014. Lucky Omen, how's Gold Trip going to go? He said, mate, oh. he, he, goes, he goes, we're top five every day of the week. Top five every day of the week, he said, but weight's a problem, distance a problem, but we are dead set top five every day of the week. I said, is Lukey here? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. So about two hours later, Luke comes over to the table. He said, mate, we met here last time for the Melbourne Cup. I said, how's Gold Trip going to go? He said, the same as Jamie. And he said, mate, but let me tell you, he said, I think we can win, not sh- certain, but we have got this horse who's a superstar called Nugget. Oh. Nugget runs in the All-Star Mile and they nominated it. They've won this race before. It's a massive prize. Right. It's the best non-tip you'll ever get, Michelle. You've right. got to have two I'm bucks on. on it. I'm on two? Okay, I'll find five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so That's nut- what I'll tell you. In the All-Star Mile. In the All-Star Mile, you've got to have two bucks on it, Michelle. absolutely on. Go with the yellow. I'm, I'm going with the yellow. And yeah. you guys have an awesome afternoon while yeah. I'm at the track, you know, just yeah. enjoying the day. Awesome. High heels awesome. in hand by five o'clock. I have to work as well. No, don't ever do that. That no. is just not a good look. Yeah, it's first time for Keep everybody. the heels on no matter how much it hurts. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Blast it's through such the pain. a bad look. A bit of class doesn't yeah, go yeah, astray. Yeah. Well, oozing class, our girl Michelle Bishop. Great oh, to have your days. company impromptuly. Um, let's get to the staff here, the, the staff who are working feverishly on a Saturday. Was AP. she invoiced for that, by the way? Yeah, she why was. not? Why not? It's <laughs> yeah, like getting paid. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, AP, Adrian Prezenko from the City Morning Herald, two-time Walkley Award winner. How are you, mate? Very good. Excited. Yeah. It's been a good start to the season, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Oh, speaking of tips, brings us to our next tipster, um, which I need to just talk about one of those tips. How are you, Scotty Sattler? I'm good, Sugar, AP, and oh, listeners. I know you're good. I know you're good because... <laughs> show me the money! Yeah, yeah, show me the money. This is what we need. So you gave me this tip, and I'm trying to lose a few, and mm. TV can put on a few pounds, and mm. last night I went, holy dooly, <laughs> jolly. You're very tricky, 10 out. You've got to do something about it, right? So I thought to myself, oh, that's right. Don't mention the, the place because I'm about to bag you. Um, oh, wow. Sats has been bringing these salads in on a Saturday, right? So park the pies, the 15 mm. pies that I'm having at the footy, and let's go into Satsy's salad, mm. which is all well and good for you, Mr. Moneybags. How much... AP, how much, look like, for a really good salad? Take <laughs> you away. set me up beautiful. Because so, you asked me earlier, so, did you grab so, your salad? Uh, yeah. are, are we talking a Greek salad? Am I paying mainly Mate, for lettuce? Like, what chicken, am I getting? avocado. Even yeah. a bit of a sprinkle of gold in it if you want. But yeah. how, how much for a Truffle really, salad? really good salad? Take away. Oh, look. From a cafe. 15? Really good. Really good salad. No, really good salad. Jeez, it, it'd be, have to be really good to be, like, a dollar over twenty would okay. be too much. So you've, was, set it, you've set him up here. No, no, he, he's I been scripted. No, so I go to your place. That's just right? a reflection of uh, what I'm getting paid. Cody <laughs> <laughs> says, Do you want, "I said, I need to start getting a bit fair dinkum, lose a bit of weight, bit of training. You know, I'm off the sauce, but I've got to watch the sort of, you know, I found the pies and all those sorts of things with the footy season." She says, you want me to make your lunch? I said, no, 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 no. I said, Sats has tipped me a short ball mm. into this uh, little cafe. They did this great salad. I saw him bring it in. It's outstanding. So I see the menu. I said, excuse me. I looked around. Is there any salads here? And there was no salads that you could see. And she said, yeah, 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 just on the menu here. And there was one salad. <coughs> uh, I thought, geez, it must be good. $24. That's what? not the one I was buying. $24. That's not what I was buying, sugar. Wow. And I opened it up. It's a couple of pieces of broccoli and a little bit of chicken. That's <laughs> 24 bucks. <laughs> 
Is that is that yeah, a weekend surcharge? You have verbaled him up before we come on nah, the show. No, no, this is well, I had unscripted to gold. Yours. So where I bought it from, AP, I said, I thought, no, nah, it must be the wrong joint. I said, Sats, um, where, where do you get your salad from, mate? And he goes, yeah, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I went, yep, correct, wait, thank you. Yeah. Wow. $24. Well, I didn't play 24 what do you oh, pay for your Maybe he got a special rate. 15. Maybe, yeah, well, that's play on. Maybe, I, I, yeah. I, 24 bucks. No, I paid 15 for the one that I always bought in. Yeah. But Sh- are sugar. you with me? $24 that's too much. for a salad. No. Way too much. Sugar, I reckon they saw you coming. He's yeah. the bloke on the sports bed. <laughs> He's exactly. got plenty. We can afford to give yeah. him a little bit of a GST on top. He's irresponsibly. Let me tell you that. The maestro's here. Hello, maestro. I don't know what we've just listened to in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't either. It certainly wasn't my production, but... Congratulations. It's been thoroughly enjoyable. I'm looking forward to, what, four hours, 50 minutes more of it? Looking forward. Who's you thought that was dribble? Who's Two counting? o'clock, Dougie Bollinger's <laughs> going to join us <laughs> for Let It Ride. Then we've got the Host Plus uh, Cup, Ipswich Jets taking on Sunny Coast Falcons from 4pm Queensland time at AFL Nations tonight. The Swans kick off their campaign against the Suns on the Gold Coast. I don't think this has ever happened, and I'm prepared to take a stab in the dark. Have ever the NRL and the AFL commenced their season with full-time draws? Mm. Not sure. No chance, has it? Full-time the AFL, draws? The AFL had a full-time draw. Oh, wow. And we started our season with a full-time draw. Wow. Would that have happened before? What was, the, what, oh, was it, what was the full-time draw? Was it Manly? Uh, Melbourne. That no, was Melbourne, Melbourne and Parramatta. Melbourne oh. point, yeah. Yeah, Richmond and Carlton the other day, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Low scoring too. Mm. 57 all, yeah. I think it was. Mm. Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle's donned the yellow. Where, where is she? She can't hear us. She's tied up. I think she's picked the right one. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're all thumbs up thumbs here, up, Michelle. Yeah. Yep. Yellow's the go. Mm. Correct. Wait. Thank you. Um, how's the FIFA worker going here? Now you sound a little bit creepy then when you. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no way, mate, mate. I played footy with Justin, her, her beautiful husband. I would never do that, yeah, Brian. Hands like T-bone steaks. I just called you Brian to him. So yeah. you, oh, mate, he's a champion. Champion. Uh, in the meantime, FIFA worker, yeah. you're a maths man, aren't you? Love it. So are you a maths man, no. AP? Love it. Maestro? Uh, occasionally. If I miss an episode, yeah. okay. I'm out. So Lindell, oh, really? Lindell yes. who's married, inverted yep. commas, to the Country guy boy. the Darwin kid. Yeah. Are you up to speed with where that's at? Yes. Thoughts? Being a fellow FIFA worker. FIFA, FIFA. Was it FIFA or FIFA? FIFA. Yeah. FIFA. Um, so, uh, yeah, Personally, myself, I feel as though they should have probably crossed that bridge before letting him into the show. Correct. Yeah. No matter who he, he met, that was, a, that was going to be a problem. Lindell's husband works, goes away. He works mm. out in the middle of nowhere, and yep. he goes away for like three, four, four months, five months at a time, where if she's going to move to, say, Darwin, she's not going to see him. So you, you thought the uh, experts would have crossed Well, I suppose bridge. for the credibility of a show, because it's got so much, hasn't it? Like, <laughs> there's no, everyone's there for a relationship, not to get their mug on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Stop mm. winking. Uh, what's in your eye, Adrian? Uh, but it's a great show. It's mm. a great show. I just love the show. Anyway, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have no your It's no Temptation say. Island. Do you remember that one? Where they actually found people who were in a supposedly committed relationship and put them on an island with oh, really yes. hot guys and oh, hot yeah. girls. And the whole premise of the show was to get them to cheat on their partner. <laughs> Perfect. How good was that? But they tried that's, that in maths because I had a little bit of a hunch best. that Harrison, who's oh, just causing all sorts of problems. Ball. Yeah, but when they paired him up, <laughs> yeah. they were a dollar one to pair him up with, <laughs> yeah. with uh, Melinda, who pretends to hate him, but I think deep down she loves him. 
Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah, Mel the Blonde. Yeah. And yeah. so what he did to antagonise it, they were on the boys' day out. And uh, she claims to hate him. Poor old Maestro here. Maestro's sport Maestro's lover. I can't believe what we're doing here on radio. Um, this wasn't in his rundown. No, in his production. no, 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 no. And yeah. he's actually updated the rundown live and he said, please stop talking about math. <laughs> but so what, what this, this asshole, he, he comes A-grade? across as that. A-grade, yeah. Oh. He says to the husband, inverted commas, because they're apparently supposed to hate each other more than anyone else. Mm. Yeah, mate, we, we, we did okay. We um, Each and every night we stayed up till 2 a.m. drinking wine together. Which you're not doing with someone who you hate, mm. are you? Mm. But, but did they? That's the thing. That, that's him. Harris is just stirring. Well, who's yeah. paying for the wine? If it's free wine, you'd stay up no matter who it was next to you. Yeah. Mm, okay, anyway, before we lose the whole audience, uh, yep. let's get on to some rugby league. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. We'll catch up on these text messages too, which we're loving coming through. Roosters and the Rabbitohs, boys. Let's just get straight into it. Rip the Band-Aid off. The Roosters are back. Yep. Yeah, it was pretty courageous, wasn't it? That, that early early stages of that that game, it was just all about the Rabbits, wasn't it? Ten nil, cruising along to be yeah. quite honest, and then all of a sudden, the camera on the sideline pans to JWH and Brandon Smith grabbing mm-hmm. card number one, card number two, first interchanges for Mel, uh, for the Roosters, and the complex the complexity of the game changed in the space of five minutes. Yep. JWH has people looking out of the corner of his eyes. Well, you know, where is he? I'm not going to run anywhere near him. And then you got Brendan Smith out of dummy half. He's feigning right and going left. And it was yeah, it was a, it was actually a masterclass from Trent Robinson, who only told them the captains run the day before, especially Brandon Smith. Hey, I'm going to bring you off the bench for a number of reasons. It worked perfectly. Wow. Yep. I, I thought the biggest turning point in the game, and it was one of the best defensive fullback displays oh. I've seen. 43 minutes in, early in the second half, Campbell Graham into open space. Yep. And the only bloke in front of him is James Tedesco. And, and Campbell Graham's got a bloke on his right, and it's a two-on-one. Like, you score 99 times out of 100. Yeah, Thompson was on his right. Yeah. It, was, it was amazing. And Tedesco just kept hanging off. He didn't commit to either player. He was just hanging off, hanging off. And in the end, Campbell Graham had no – he didn't know what to do, and he ended up taking the tackle. And But he just the, – the exact microsecond that – James Tedesco committed to that tackle. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Like, you know, Billy Slater was was you know Massive. covering that game. And he you was could just waxing lyrical, was, wasn't he? He he, had, you know, it was something that he would. What have about been the proud Cam of. Murray one in the first half That's, when Murray breaks same. through? Yep. Player looming up on the outside. It was yep. Tom Burgess. I mean, yep. admittedly, but yep. still, Tedesco just held off, held off, backed off, backed off. Feigned like he was going to go to the right to where the support player was. Yeah. Murray goes, I've got him. Just changed his angle back and just chopped him. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, last week we spoke about rugby league week score lines and yep. what you would get if you were looking at a performance. Tedesco again. He was. A, he was a nine or a ten. Yeah, it was a perfect performance from a fullback <laughs> point perspective. John, John makes a good point. And look, we don't mind getting the uh, sword put to us. Johnny says, uh, yeah, so I use the term, let's get straight into it. <laughs> he said, straight into it. He said, sugar, you took 15 minutes to get to the game. I love the show, boys. Good on you, John. G'day, lads. Could you imagine if the Broncos had a doco during the 2020 season with all the drama? Rugby league is a copycat game, and hopefully more teams will do Dawn of the Dolphins. Yeah. Cheers, Will, from Wynnum. Imagine if West Tigers did one. How good oh, that would oh, be. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't we? Honestly. It's a term that's sort of come to fruition largely in the last five years 
and that is narrative. Yes. We just go to the narrative that suits. Dawn of the Dolphins, yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Uh, West Tigers, which was called what? Um, Tales, of, Tales from Tiger Town. Yeah, yeah, not so popular. Yeah, the Storm are doing one at the moment, and it's probably a pointer towards the fact that it's more than likely Craig Bellamy's last season. Oh, last wow. dance. Last dance to the Remember, Chicago Bulls. Remember, was it a 2020 Origin Series played at the end of the season or 21? 2020? Was it during COVID? Yes. Say that again, sorry, Seth. Yep. 2020 was the Origin Series, Adelaide. No, 2020. That was 20. Yep. So a documentary crew wanted to go into the QR. Well, they went to the QRL and yep. said, we want to do a documentary over this whole Origin Series. Yep. This team of misfits for mm. Queensland, coached by Wayne Bennett. And Bennett said no. Yeah. And the yeah, irony it would have been is amazing. that he's the star of the Dawn of the I Dolphins. Know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it would have been great. It would have been a great dog. We don't do enough of them in rugby league. No. Yeah, we, you see hard knocks in, in the NFL, which is one of the great docos of all time, the hard knocks ones, where they go into the whole preseason of a club. They see players getting cut, whatever it may be. It's We don't do enough of them. The Panthers did one, but they did theirs only started at the tail end of last season. It was like in their finals campaign. Preparing Panthers? Uh, Repairing Panthers, I think it may be called. Cool. You can see it on back, YouTube. It's about going back to back. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. on, um, yeah. It's on, it was on nine. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was good, but it's sort of, you'd like, love to see it unfold over a whole season. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm really interested in the fact too, that like the, the last dance was so big for so many reasons, because obviously no one had anything to do. We're all locked yeah. in our houses with COVID. Mm. But the fact that they had, they were sitting on something that was absolute gold and they did it for so long. It's amazing that they decided to release it at that time. The, the access is the key, isn't it? Oh, all, yeah. all the footage and the access. And you, you know what? That that last dance, the timing of that coming through COVID, it's spectacular. I'll give you an idea. So we can do all the advertising in the world. And the Formula One had largely for many, many years had the same viewership. And every sort of Monday morning I'd be driving to work and somebody's won the Formula One. And for me to be wallpaper, I didn't really even really hear who'd mm. won it. But then all of a sudden I watched the doco, which was Drive to Survive. And now when I'm driving to work and the news comes on and they say that, um, uh, who's the A grade? Um, Lewis Hamilton. No, no, the real A grade. Max Verstappen. Max oh, yeah. Verstappen. Max Verstappen's won the blah, 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 defeating whoever it is, Alonso. And straight away I can see the people and I'm interested in it and I want to know about it and I do know about the general landscape of it. So educating people through a documentary in your sport if you drop this sport or Dawn of the Dolphins into America and forced 50,000 people to watch it, X amount would convert into rugby league fans. Agree. I look at the full swing, the new Netflix, yep. the golfing doco, and from the outside in, I look at Brooks Kepka and I go, this guy, he looks like he bench presses buses in his spare time. <laughs> and he's, he's won you know, four or five majors, whatever it may be. But the doco made him look like an absolute head case. He's yeah. got all these noises going around in his head and he's got his girlfriend telling him one thing and, oh, he's an absolute you seen that, must, No, but I must be the only person who, like, I watched my first episode of Drive to Survive like three days ago. Not interested. Are you not? I'm the no, same. I'm, I just can't, I can't get into it. Really? Yeah. Yep. Just, it's the personalities for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mm. well, what I will it's say like is- like Yellowstone. Uh, can't get into it. Can, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Don't you dare say you haven't watched Ted Lasso, but but they the numbers watching that and the numbers who are now invested in the Formula One, yeah, which can't be a coincidence. On the back of that, it is through the roof. Have you seen Drive to Survive? Zero? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I was already a fan of Formula One, and yep. it's actually it's hardened me. Yeah, like yeah. It's 
seeing all the team principles and all the, as, as you say, the access, the personalities, that's what drives you towards sport, right? Yep. So the last dance, when that was on, the big, for, for all the Australian journos, the big prize was to get an interview with Luke Longley. Uh, so it's no one, no one had gotten yeah. him because he wasn't involved and everyone's like, why wasn't he involved? Like, what's his story? What's his recollection? What's his relationship? Why was not Michael in it, Jordan? was he? Not in it whatsoever. Because right? he also really, when he retired, he sort of disappeared over to this he little went to tiny Perth. He, coastal he, town in, in Western Australia. No one really yep. knew where he was. He got, he got right away from it. So that was the big chase. Who's going to get the first interview with Luke Longley? And I think, and it broke the internet. I think it was an Andrew Webster story. He didn't get the interview, but he wrote about the process of trying to secure that interview. And I think if we get metrics on all of our stories, how many clicks or whatever else, that one I think is one of the most clicked on stories of all time. It, it's, it's more read than the actual interview that Luke Longley subsequently gave really. story. It's, a, it's a story about not getting the story. Yeah. Good angle. Wow. Hey, yep. um, have you heard the Howie Games, Luke Longley? No. Yeah, really good. Is it? Two-part interview. It's outstanding. Yeah, wow. Yeah, really good. Wow. Uh, let's get into the uh, rugby league, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jackson Paulo, by the way, two tries against the old firm. Rugby league loves a narrative and a story. Keary, also a former Rabbitoh, best performance since when? Uh, just instrumental in all of that. I saw concerns about his defence. Luke one Keary. one defence, yeah. I think yeah. he's still a little bit gun-shy, which just, is natural. Okay, just on defence then, and... This is a really good lesson for coaches coaching junior footy who coach all the big plays. Go and watch head on the Kaloma Tungi try, mm-hmm. where he see they line up Luke Keary in front of him. Kaloma Tungi runs to the right shoulder, which is the inside shoulder of Luke Keary, and then just as the ball is being passed, he steps to the outside shoulder. So the weight of Luke Keary is going away, and Kaloma Tungi just strolls through. And they would have done a bit of work on Sua Lee, yep. knowing the Sua Lee will get up and leave Luke Keary by himself. Yep. As well coached by Jason Demetrio. Well That's the next evolution for their attack. And we saw it a little bit in round one against the Sharks where they're not going left all the time now. Yeah. So so Ilias to Kalamatangi to Campbell Graham. I don't know whether I I don't know whether I told you this last week or two weeks ago, but apparently in two thousand fourteen the same thing happened. It was always to the left where Johnny Sutton was. You know, he's he was like concrete at South. He's, he's part of the wallpaper there. And Adam Reynolds was this young half with Ben Teo on his right. And he was always, through 2013, wasn't, was a little bit too scared to overcall John Sutton. So Maguire had said, and Benny Teo apparently said, I'm not getting any ball. It's always going to Sutto. They're always going left. Ooh. In 2014, they started to mix it up. They went back to the right. And Benny Teo was getting a heap of trials, a lot of line breaks. Because Reynolds had found a voice, yeah, and he started to use mm. he started to use Benny Atiyah a little bit more and go away from Johnny Sutton, which was the obvious. They go and win the comp wow. because they were able to really formulate their attack away from what it had normally been. And, and the knock on them at the time was that they were too predictable. Remember yeah. when Wayne Bennett said that, and they played a real forwards game. They had the four Burgi, they just would trample and everyone. And people would say, "Oh, you know, you're too predictable." Later on, I was talking to Wayne Bennett, and he goes. That's the biggest compliment I could pay him because I know what's happening, but I can't stop it. Yeah. You can't stop it. Wow. And just on very smart from Sats, when you think about it, so he spoke about Reynolds in 2013, this young whippersnapper, and I think it's a lot to do with the off-season. So you turn up in an off-season and you think you're going to play first grade, and that was the case for Reynolds in ahead of 2013. That was the case of Ilias last year. Then you've played somewhat amount of first grade, 
then you enter the next off season and you know you're the halfback. And that's when the voice comes out. Mm. That's when Reynolds starts to get it on the right-hand side. That's when Ilias starts to get it on the right-hand side. I think you've unearthed something there, Sats. That's when Ben Teo's in, in this young kid's ear yep. going, if you don't give me the effing ball, yep. you, know, you might have to be playing second grade because yep. I've got to get someone here who's going to give me the ball. That's right. And Luke Keary and Johnny Sutton were getting all the ball. Yep. Yeah. It's that off-season of, of knowing you're the man and, okay, you're entitled Feel to have your skin. Yep, hundred percent. Hey, we have we got time, Alex, to talk about the obstruction. What do you? What are your thoughts on it? Okay, Joey so you, what he's talking it. about is Manu scores, which is essentially the match winner. Jackson Paulo. Sorry, Jackson Paulo scores, which is essentially the match winner yep. on the right hand side. Cody Walker, in my opinion, it was the greatest stage play in history. Hmm. Best supporting actor at the Oscars, <laughs> and, and to the credit of the bunker, my opinion is this. Well played. If you're going to fox around and do that and not make a serious attempt to try and stop the try, then we're not going to reward your theatrics. That's yep. my opinion. Thoughts? There are some players who do that better and more than others. Like Mitch Moses the, the night before, that was a classic example where he ran straight into the defender and you just thought, well, maybe if you're going for the ball carrier, you would have got a lot closer to stopping that try. Yep. In the end, that, that was a no try as well. Actually, on that one, on that one you, you're talking about, Yes, Moses got ran into, and yes, he, he played it up, but to the letter of the law, that's a no try, isn't it? Yep. The one in Manly and, yep. uh, and Parramatta. But you actually, when Tommy Trebovi scores a try, who's the right centre for, is that Will Penasini? Yep. Trebovic beats him on the inside. Penasini's facing towards the hill. Yeah. There's no need for Penasini defensively to be actually gone past. He should be on the inside of Tommy Trebovic. So... From a defensive point of view, I'm looking at that as a defensive coach at Parramatta and going, yeah, okay, we've got the penalty, but what are you doing? You're actually facing the the hill while Tommy Trevojevic is inside of you. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether Mitch Moses gets held up or not. You're missing the tackle. But also further, this, and I said this in the call, and it, it, you talk about indicators, and we were talking, we're calling the game. It was Timmy Mann and myself and Spud without any clothes. Is that true? Spud. Down to his... And we kicked off the game. And as I said, I actually said it incorrectly. I said, because uh, I was so bamboozled by Spud. I said, Parramatta kicking off right to left. They're actually left to right. Mm. And Spud, as I look at him, he's left to right, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> he was hanging left to right. But he, it was that hot. It was so hot in the box. I was listening to the pregame yeah. before you got there. And I, could, I Mate, heard it was him saying, so yeah, and Timmy Manor was sweating so, profusely. Is it true that... The home coach's box, they've got their air aircon on, but there's only a pedestal fan for, for Brad Arthur. Is that yeah, right? Yes, but they're, they're factoring in and this. And isn't Dakin or something, don't they actually have a sponsor <laughs> yeah, yeah. like for the club? Yeah. It's an air conditioning. You know what I want to see next time, just for, for a ruse? The away coach turns up to Four Pines Park carrying his own pedestal fan. <laughs> <laughs> don't you reckon? Um, after the break, yeah. in fact, we can get into it now. So, so get into this now. Yep. About the obstruction sets. So, just to for the listeners, the obstruction rule. Is this what you're throwing your hands at me for, Volkanovski? Yeah, okay. Uh, block or flat runners. Now, Manu would be classed as a block runner. Yep. Okay, who do not receive the ball, must not stop in the middle of the defensive line. Yep, okay, okay, so yep. So we're thinking, well, that's a penalty because yep. that's exactly what he's done. He's, he hasn't run through the line. He's actually stopped in the defensive line. But it says defensive decisions that commit defenders. So a defensive decision that commit defenders to initiating contact with an attacking player will not be deemed obstruction. So they're saying you can't stand in the line 
But if you're a defensive player who makes the decision to make contact with him for whatever reason, it's no longer obstruction. Mm. Is that, I mean, is that. What thoughts, AP? Is that contradicting the original law? Just repeat it again for our listeners. Okay, so a, a block runner for whatever yep. reason cannot stop in the line. They've got to yep. run through the line, yep. Yep. basically into the in goal if you can. So is that what happened last night with the Walker no, situation? No, Manu? Manu just stopped. Yes, that's yep. what I'm saying. That's what happened. Yeah. So Cody Walker then initiates contact yep. by grabbing him and, and looking like that he's been held up. So it says the defensive decisions that commit defenders to initiating contact with an attacking player, i.e., Cody Walker will not be deemed obstruction. Isn't that the point of running a decoy or or, or run that play? Like you're trying to commit a, someone who hasn't got the football. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know if I'm wrong. Am I reading that saying that if you initiate contact, mm. the obstruction's off? As the defender, if you initiate yeah. it, which was the case with Cody, Cody Walker. Walker. Maybe. Uh, it's a murky line. Common sense should prevail. I think in the instance of last night, they got it 100% right. Do you agree with that? I'm not quite sure. Do you think Cody was playing for it? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Have you say? But would have he played for it if Manu didn't stop in the line? If he just ran through, Cody Walker continues running across a, a plain, yep. plain field and yep. has some chance of tackling Jackson Bolo, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, fair point I'm as sort of well. Happy both ways. Have your say. Have your say. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the text line. You can call, uh, which is oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. By the way, too, let it ride coming up. So we'll announce after the break the six races which you have to nail to be in the chair, Maestro. Who's the uh, carryover champ? Uh, carryover champ is Baz from Brightwater. Baz from Brightwater. There you go. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. This is this is crunched on. All thanks to SEN.